This is a day, this is a day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it and be glad. Oh, this is a day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is a day, this is a day that the Lord has made. I will enter his gate with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say since the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Oh, he has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Oh, this is a day. This is a day that the Lord has made. That the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I will enter his courts with praise. I will save since the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Oh, he has made me glad. 
He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. And I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adores him. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God. Yes, what a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adores him. What a mighty God we serve. Hey, what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adores him. What a mighty God we serve. Well, praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. He's my rock. He's my fortress. He's my deliverer. In him will I trust. Praise the name of Jesus. Come on and praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. He's my rock. He's my fortress. He's my deliverer. In him will I trust. Praise the name of Jesus. Come on. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. He's my rock. He's my fortress. He's my deliverer. In him will I trust. Praise the name of Jesus. Come on and praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. He's my rock. He's my deliverer, and him will I trust. Praise the name of Jesus. Listen, God is great and greatly to be praised. Glory, glory to his name. God is great and greatly to be praised. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Listen, God is great and greatly to be praised. Glory, glory to his name. God is great and greatly to be praised. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Listen, I will bow before his majesty. I will lift my voice and say, God is great and greatly to be praised. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Yes, it is. God is great and greatly to be praised. Glory, glory to his name. God is great and greatly to be praised. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Hey, I will bow before his majesty. I will lift my voice and sing. God is great and greatly to be praised. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Listen, God is good all the time. God is good all the time. 
No matter what my feelings say, no matter what the people say, no matter what the devil say, he's good all the time. What? God is good all the time. God is good all the time. No matter what my feelings say, no matter what the people say, no matter what the devil say, no matter what my feelings say, no matter what the people say, no matter what the devil say, no matter what my feelings say, no matter what the people say, no matter what the devil say, no matter what my feelings say, he's good all the time. God is good all the time. God is good all the time. No matter what my feelings say, no matter what the people say, no matter what the devil say, he's good all the time. Come on and bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. He's my rock. He's my fortress. He's my deliverer. In him will I trust. Praise the name of Jesus. Oh, praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. He's my rock. He's my fortress. He's my deliverer. In him will I trust. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. This is a day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Just another day's journey, and we're glad about it. Just another day's journey, we're excited about it. Just another day's journey, and we can trust God about it. Just another day's journey, and we're on the move. Hallelujah. Life is going on. Life is moving on. We're now in the month of December. Who knew from January to now? Hallelujah, that God would yet have us in a place, hallelujah, in the land of the living. So great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. We're so thankful and grateful, amen, to the mighty God whom we serve. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We serve him with gladness. Hallelujah. We enter into his courts with thanksgiving. Thank you, Jesus. We enter into his courts with thanksgiving, hallelujah, and to his gates with praise. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. God is great. God is great and greatly to be praised. My soul do magnify the Lord. My soul do magnify the Lord. Oh, bless the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Can we lift up our hands and bless the name of the Lord? Can we lift up our hands and bless the name of the Lord? Can we lift up our holy hands and bless the name of the Lord? We're excited about this day. Amen. Excited about God. Father, we thank you for being in the land of the living. I feel the Holy Ghost even now. I thank you for being in the land of the living. Father, we lift up holy hands and bless the Lord because the Lord is good. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. I know that we're in the middle of a pandemic. The Lord is good. I know that we've lost loved ones. The Lord is good. I know 
amen, that we're in trials and tragedy and tribulations, but the Lord is good. I know, I know, I know, I know that, that we may not know what tomorrow holds, but we know that God holds tomorrow, so that means that the Lord is good. I thank God that we don't look like what we have been through up to this point. And God has kept us up until this point and he will keep us on into the future. I am so thankful and grateful for God. Amen. And being in a land of the living. Father, we thank you right now for those who are going through medical procedures even this morning. Father, we thank you right now that for those who are in trauma and tragedy and feeling like they have no way to go. Father, I thank you that you look beyond all of our fault and you see our need. God, we need you in a special way. And we know that Jesus came, hallelujah, lived, bled and died for our sins. I thank you, Father God, that you look beyond our fault and see all of our need. Forgive us, Father. In the name of Jesus, as we begin to look to you for our everything, you are our source. You are our joy. You are our hope. You are our everything. And God, we thank you for those who are gathered here with us, Father God, for those behind the camera, in front of the camera, and sitting in the sanctuary. Bless and touch them in a special way. Touch us all, God, for we need you. We need you right now. In the name of Jesus. We'll, so, we'll be so careful to give you the glory, honor, and the praise. I thank you for being in the neighborhood, and I truly thank and praise God for Greater Harvest Church of God in Christ, 1144 Olive Avenue here in the city of Long Beach. Amen. And this church birthed out of the community in, in the year of our Lord, 1956, from a carpenter's hall, amen, to a sanctuary, amen, 1965, a renewal and a rebuilding. And here we stand in this wonderful, magnificent cathedral that the Lord built, amen, the Lord built built and we're so thankful and grateful and thankful for being in the middle of the community praise God where across the street their homes to the left their apartments to the right their apartments behind us is apartments is homes and I thank God that uh, every now and then that community members they walk in because they know that they can come in and I'm so thankful and grateful for that thankful and grateful to you greater harvest and all its members for doing what you need to do to make sure that we are here. So this morning, amen, we're so grateful and thankful that in our doors came, came uh, a uh, musician, hallelujah. So I just want him to uh, feel comfortable as he get himself prepared. Uh, Brother Jamal, if he needs any power or anything, there's power under, uh, under the, uh, the bench right there. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Uh, and as he get him, they get themselves prepared, praise God, I'm going to uh, move on in, in my day with what the Lord has given. I'm so thankful and grateful. I'm thankful and grateful for information, amen. Thankful and grateful for information. You know, there's so much going on, and we need to be aware, first and foremost, that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we could ask or, or even think. And we are so thankful and grateful for God being on our side, being on our side. Because if uh, 
If he was not on our side, saints of God, we wouldn't be where we are today. So I'm thankful, amen. And from today, we're going back to something that me that we may have shared, amen, uh, in uh, a few weeks ago, uh, from tr- from tragedy to to triumph. Uh, we gave that title to a message uh, some Sundays ago. Uh, God dusted off again, and you know I'm thankful. I'm thankful for this period this season where we at and I'm thankful because you know it's been God who has kept us it's been God who has kept me uh, I am a living testimony you are a living testimony I don't care where you are or what's going on in your life you're still a living testimony and with that being said you know greater harvest we have a prayer line every morning from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. And on that line, we, praise God, uh, pray. Hallelujah. And it was traumatizing for me the first Sunday when uh, we're in quarantine and I couldn't come to church and we had to figure out what we were going to do. So we were able to get on the computer and, and live stream from home praise God and it was it was wonderful praise God the comforts of sitting behind my desk and having all the books and tools right there before me but um, it still wasn't it still wasn't good I'm telling my story now it still wasn't wasn't good for me uh, and I began to pray and I said Lord what what can you do how can I do this you see, I'm a, I'm a church boy, born and bred in the church. Um, and after 30-plus years of ministry, Sunday morning was where I find myself. And so not being able to be in the house of the Lord that Sunday was trauma. And I sat there, and we all go through trauma in a way. And I say the word trauma because it was emotional as I sat there and felt as though there was nothing I could do. But the only thing I wanted and the only thing I presented to to God was, God, can you help me? How am I supposed to make it? How am I supposed to get through this? And long story short, he the very next Sunday we were here and we've been here every Sunday moving forward. And so I'm thankful and grateful to God for that. And I say that to say that we have to find ourselves. We have to find ourselves. And then we have to position ourselves so that God can bless us and help us. All through the Bible, I've seen people be very, very transparent and very open. I have a lot of information and my time is fleeting away. I gotta, I gotta get moving. Uh, so much. Saints of the Most High God, I will say this. Coming on from last couple of weeks, fear is a factor, but fear is not the answer. Jesus is the answer, and America must be born again. 
and America must be born again through us, the body of Christ. And what that's going to take is everybody, amen, just doing what they need to do before the Lord. And so today, giving more information, because it's about information. And as I read and look at things that they just pop out and I'm going to share amen what God shared with me this week from tragedy to triumph Joseph we're going to end up talking a little bit about Joseph but I got to give you somewhat of an introduction I think uh, our, uh, I'm going to get this information out and then I'm going to ask a brother that came in amen to give us uh, whatever the Lord has laid on his heart. Uh, maybe, maybe it should be the opposite way around. Well, listen to this. On a hot and humid day in July in the year of our Lord, 1640, in a colony of Virginia, John Punch was sentenced to be an indentured servant for life. Although it was a commonplace or common practice of the time, Punch became the first documented slave in America. John H. Russell explains the transition as such. The transition as such. The difference between a servant and a slave is elementary and fundamental. The loss of liberty to the servant was temporary. The bondage of a slave was perpetual. Again, the loss of liberty to the servant was temporary, and the bondage of the slave was perpetual. So what made John Punch case even more unique? And here are the circumstances in which surrounded the case. John Punch was one of three indentured servants that was on trial for escaping. The other two culprits were white Europeans. Punch's conspirators were given four additional years in servitude and 30 lashes. John Punch himself would receive 30 lashes and a lifetime of servitude. The reason stated for the difference in the punishment was that it was common knowledge as well as English law that you could not be enslaved as a Christian. Being the vast majority of Christians at the time were white, Punch's co-conspirators were given lighter sentences. Punch's case would make clear a distinction between black indentured servants and white indentured servants. In a sense, it was the first documented distinction between European and African people. However, the story of John Punch did not begin there in 1630. In 1630, John Punch married a white woman, and as of today, they were the first interracial couple to live or to leave traceable descendants in the colonies. Their son was named John Bunch. John Bunch. You see, Punch could not read and 
could not write. And so when they were registering him, they changed the P to a B. So the son was named John Punch, the first. So there are a variety of reasons that the spelling of the name may have been changed. The most overwhelming factor was John Punch could not read or write. So the interpretation of his names was left to those of whom oppressed him. Word oppressed. Nevertheless, the Punch family became successful landowners in Virginia, assimilating with both black and white over the time. Even more interesting is the claim that John Punch descendants would eventually become the first black to obtain the Nobel Peace Prize, which was Ralph Bunch. We give you this information every Sunday morning, and hopefully it will inspire you to look up and find out who we are. The Bible also says we perish because of a lack of knowledge. And we as a people, we need to know who we are. Amen. We need to do we need to know who we are and whose we are. We not need to let anybody define us. We must define ourselves. We must tell our own stories. Uh, and it's not too late to 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 go go back in history and grab it and, and pull it forward and begin to share it. Uh, our Jewish brothers, mm, they spend years telling the story again and again about the Pentateuch, the five, first five books of the Bible and, and, and Moses and, and, and all that goes along with that. We must take part in doing that. And when we look at uh, out of this union, hallelujah, the Nobel Peace Prize, first recipient, amen. Black man was not Dr. King, though he received it. There was another black man who received it, and that was Ralph Bunch, the first black to obtain the Oval Office, Barack Obama. Yes, it is said that Barack Obama's maternal grandmother, Stanley Ann Durham was a descendant of John Punch, which leads one to wonder who are we to be the first court-documented slave to having descendants ascend to the highest office in the land is extraordinary feat, and it shows that our destinies are intrinsically bounded to one another because our histories are of the same sort. It is important that one must not ignore the irony of John Punch's case decision, nor forget that the disparities in the punishment, those same disparities that plagued blacks in 1640, still plague us today in 2020, as witnessed by America's criminal justice system 380 years later, we still have these disparities and how uh, the legal system deals out the different punishments. Which one examines the reason for which the disparities of the day? It remains along the same line of reasoning. Whites are more civilized than African Americans, justifying longer sentences for the same crime. America has changed the name of its aristocrats 
committed over the centuries, but America's motive remains the same. America's laws may be altered, but its course is not changed. Uh, so what we have, we've had a constant, a constant repeating, a constant repeating of keeping us in a place under the law. You see, those two individuals that was with John, they were all on the same level. You see, because the, when we first came over, we were baptized. And if you were baptized, you were a Christian. And so all who came over, they came over as indentured servants together, Europeans and Africans. Once baptized, Christians. Now watch this. And because you're baptized and a Christian, you couldn't be a slave. Mm -hmm. You couldn't be a slave. And so the two people that were with Punt were white Europeans. And so it was assumed that they were baptized. Punt was also baptized as a Christian, but they assumed that he wasn't. And because of that. Now, what's familiar with that? Well, that's familiar, huh? When, when Paul was first stood uh, in the Roman courts. Mm -hmm. What did Paul say? I am a citizen of Rome. Uh, and in his early days, praise God, because he was a citizen of Rome, there are certain, hallelujah, privileges that were his and they could not be taken away. Well, sink to the most high God, my point today from tragedy to triumph, uh, the fact that we are citizens and we must know that we are citizens. We are kings and queens. We are part of the kingdom of God. And because, amen, we are citizens, and princes and kings and queens and most of all, uh, Hallelujah. Followers of Christ, we have rights. Hallelujah. We have rights, sing to the most high God. We have rights. And the rights that we have to for access to the throne of God are stronger than the rights that we have. Hallelujah. In this nation. So if I begin to operate in the precedence of who I am and you begin to operate in the precedence of who you are, who we are in Christ Jesus, then we can begin to experience the life that the kingdom of God has to offer. Remember Jesus said, mm, I came that you might have life and life that more abundant. Somebody say abundant life. Abundant life. I have abundance. Hmm? I have abundance. You have abundance. Jesus said that I came that we might have. When I realize whose I am and who I am and refuse to be pushed in a corner and refuse to be alienated, refuse to be isolated, refuse to be what someone thinks that I am, I am going to begin to walk in the newness of life. 
Bible said, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things pass away, and behold, all things become brand new. John punch. John punch. Amen. Hallelujah. Barack Obama, praise God. When we began to trace, hallelujah, look what God has done. Uh, what we need to do is really go in and take an in-depth look at who we are. And when I find out who I am in Christ Jesus, when we begin to discover ourselves in the word of God, then we'll understand that we are persecuted yet not destroyed because we have been persecuted before time and in the beginning of time and we're going to continue to experience persecution. But greater is he that lives within us because the more that you persecute us, the more that trial and tribulation begins to build up in me a holy indignation that will cause me to Deep prayer, deep prayer. You know, you can go to the dentist and you can have a cleaning, but then you can go to the orthodontist and have a deep cleaning. Hallelujah. The general, the general dentist will give you a general cleaning, but, 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 but to keep our gums healthy, praise God, the orthodontist will do a deep cleaning. Ah, oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Uh, we have life, we have trial, we have traumaty, trauma, uh, trauma and we have tragedy praise God and the more that we experience amen the generalities of what life brings to us praise God we need a deep assurance we need a deep reassurance and the only way that I can get that deep reassurance is to go deeper in God y'all don't hear me to go deeper in God and how can I get deeper in God because the, the general perception is, I can't see him. Everybody's talking about him, but I can't see him. Oh, saints of the most high God, I, I, I beg to differ. If you begin to walk through the scripture, if you begin to call on the name of Jesus from a deep, from a deep place of trauma, God will show up. You will see him. Hallelujah. From the deepness of pain, from the trauma of despair, from the trauma of discouragement, from the trauma of being misused, from the trauma of being abused, from the trauma of all that's been going on in our lives. And everybody has experienced in one way or another from all of that trauma. Praise God. Everything is working together for my good. Uh, let me remind you the last time that you found yourself. Uh, I found myself in a place where it didn't look like anything was going to be good. Anything was going to be right. God stepped in. And when he came in and delivered, because it was a supernatural thing, because as quickly as I was in that situation, as just as quickly, God came in and removed me out of that situation. I know it was God, and you know, you knew, and we know that God is working in us, and that God is working for us. America, amen. America, praise God. We are here. We're not going 
anywhere. We're going to educate ourselves. We are going to know who we are. And as we know who we are, amen, we're going to take our rightful place, amen, in God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to take our rightful place in God. Because when we take our rightful place in God as the body of Christ, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. We won't have to worry about how, amen, we are viewed or judged. We won't have to worry about what distinctions are put on us, amen. We're going to look to Jesus, who's the author and the finisher of our faith. The Holy Ghost will lead and guide us and give us direction. As I began to look and uh, read over uh, Mr. John Punch's story, amen, I thought about Joseph. I thought about Joseph. Hallelujah. And we know who Joseph is. I'm just going to read through some things about Joseph. Uh, Genesis 37 and 17, I'm reading from the NIV on this morning, and verse 17 says, they had moved from here. The man answered, I heard them say, let's go to Dotham. So Joseph went another, went after his brothers and found them near Dothan. So Joseph came to his brothers. They stripped him of his robe, uh, the ornate robe, the coat of many colors that he was wearing. So when the Midianite merchants came by, his brothers uh, pulled Joseph up out of the cistern and sold him for 20 shekels of silver to the Ishmaelites, who took him to Egypt. Uh, uh, when, when Reuben returned to the cistern and saw that Joseph was not there, he tore off his clothes. Uh, they got Joseph's robe, and they splattered, uh, slaughtered a goat and put the blood on Joseph's robe. You see, Jacob gave Joseph that robe, and that robe is known as a coat of many colors. Uh, he recognized it and said, is this my son's robe? They took it to Joseph. I mean, they took it to Jacob, and Jacob said, is this my son's robe? Is this my son's robe? Some ferocious animal has devoured him. Joseph was surely been torn to pieces. Meanwhile, the Midianites sold Joseph in Egypt to Potiphar, one of Potiphar's, uh, one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard. Uh, now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, brought him before the Ishmaelites who had taken him there. The Lord was with Joseph. Saints of the Most High God, as the Lord was with Joseph, the Lord is with us. Help me say the Lord is with me. Just say that with me. The Lord was with Joseph so that he postured, he prospered, and he lived in the house of an Egyptian master. Joseph found favor in the eyes of Potiphar and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household, and he entreated to his care everything he owned. Saints of the Most High God, if I find myself in God, if I press in God, if I, I, just, I, just, I just give everything I can to God, God is making a way. God will make it away. I don't care what it looks like. God will make, turn your darkness 
and today. When we look on and follow Joseph as Joseph moves on, from the time that he put him in charge of his household and to all that he owned, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph. Saints to the Most High God, households are blessed because of you. Saints to the Most High God, it's important for us, it's important for me, it's important for you to get to where you belong in God. Because when I am where I am supposed to be in God, uh, blessings flow down. Uh, when you are where you're supposed to be in God, blessings flow down. The blessings of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both in the house and both in the field. So Potiphar left everything he had in Joseph's care. With Joseph in charge, he did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. Now Joseph was well built and Joseph was handsome. Somebody say the enemy's always near. The enemy's always near. And after a while, his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said, come on in to my bedroom. Satan will invite you into the bed. And it ne don't necessarily always have to be a woman that Satan used to invite you. Satan will invite you to money. Satan will invite you to alcohol. Satan will invite you to all kinds of frivolous things. Satan will invite us, invite you, invite me to things that will lead us away from our destiny. You see, hallelujah. And though she spoke to Joseph, Day after day, he refused, amen, to go to bed with her or even be with her. Saints to the Most High God, the power of God working in us. You see, when we're going through things, we must remember that men are always to pray. Uh, when we're going through things, we must understand that it is the God in us. When we're going through things, praise God, we must understand that God is yet looking, amen, for us to stand up and speak out for him. And though she spoke to Joseph day after day, Joseph's master, hallelujah, uh, she spoke to him day after day, and she entrapped Joseph at one particular point, and Joseph ran away, but she grabbed his coat. Uh-huh. So Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. But while Joseph was there in prison, somebody say in prison, so the warden put Joseph in charge of all those held in prison, and he was made responsible for all that was done. No matter where you find yourself, God wants to put you in charge of something. It is important, praise God, it is important, saint to the most high God, that you would move in a way, hallelujah, that God would allow you to be who you are and do what you do. Saint to the most high God, you've got to understand that God in us is willing to do uh, in us of his good pleasure. You got to remember, saints to the most high God, if you put yourself in God's hand, put yourself in a place. Uh, yet Joseph is in the prison, praise God, but yet he's still made and put in charge uh, of things. Hallelujah. He was made responsible for all that was done there. Uh-huh. The warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care because the Lord was with Joseph. Saints to the most high God, no matter 
matter where you're at, you got to remember that the Lord is with you. Even though you may be persecuted for righteousness sake, you've got to remember that the Lord is with you. From tragedy to triumph, you got to remember that the Lord is with you. The warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care because the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. Saints of the Most High God, I know there's a lot of temptations. I know there's a lot of things that come before us, but I want you to know in the name of Jesus, if you fulfill the destiny for which you have called, uh, because you see those whom God called, he predestined to become. Uh, and that part of life that you're going through, uh, that trial and that tragedy, praise God, it's coming to make you. It's not going to break you. Just like the trees that are planted by in Lebanon by the water, they bend, but they will not break. Saints of the Most High God, we've been designed to go through. Hallelujah. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard in the same prison where Joseph was. Praise God. There came others. Amen. A baker and a busher. And remember, even though Joseph was in prison, he was in a special place. Amen. Even though you're in prison, you're still in a special place. God still cares for you. Amen. God still cares for us. No matter what's going on in our life, God will care uh, for us. Uh, and the captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph and he attended them after they had been in custody for some time. When Joseph came to them the next morning, he saw that they were dejected. We both had dreams, they answered, but there is no interpretation of them. Then Joseph said to them, do not interpretations belong to God. Tell me your dreams. Saints to the most high God, all of, our, all of our interpretations, all of our visions, all of our things, they belong uh, to God. Uh, so the chief cupbearer told Joseph his dream. He said, he said to him, in my dream, I saw a vine in front of him. This is what it means, Joseph said to him. Three branches are three days. When the chief baker saw that Joseph had given a favorable interpretation, he said to Joseph, I too had a dream on my head. Three baskets of bread. This is what it means, Joseph said. The three baskets, amen, are three days. But he impaled, hallelujah, the chief baker, just as Joseph had said to them in his interpretation, the chief cupbearer also did not remember, amen, Joseph forgot, hallelujah, Joseph, he forgot him. So Pharaoh sent for Joseph and he was quickly brought before the dungeon, brought out of the dungeon. When he had shaved and changed his clothes, he came before Pharaoh and Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have a dream and no one can interpret it, but I have heard it and said to you that when you hear, I've heard it said to you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. And in Genesis 41 and 16, I cannot do it, Joseph replied to Pharaoh, but God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, in my dream, I was standing on the bank of 
denial. Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, the dreams of the Pharaoh are one and the same. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. The Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has made all this known to you, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Saints to the most high God, believe it or not, uh, we still have an anointing on our lives. Believe it or not, God has anointed you. I don't care where you are. I don't care where we are. Don't care what it looks like. When I say and bring up this morning, from tragedy to triumph, hallelujah, and just the name Joseph, we understand that Joseph, amen, was given a coat of many colors by his father. Ah, Jacob favored Joseph more because Joseph, hallelujah, he had in his later days. And so he gave him a coat of many colors. Joseph was a dreamer and Joseph saw some things. Saints of the most high God, we are dreamers and dreamers are yet coming. Even in the midst of this pandemic, even in the midst of this season, we got to understand and know that God is still with us. We've got to understand and know. Amen. And as, as on our prayer line, praise God. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost told us that whatever we did while we were in this season, that's what we're going to look like when we come out. What are you doing while you're in this space? Hallelujah. The Bible also says what you do in secret, he's going to reward us openly. Saints and the most high God, we've got to get right with Jesus. There's nothing that we can do other than get right with God. We have to do it individually. Individually, we must call on the name of Jesus. Individually, we must answer. Individually, we must call on the name of Jesus. And while we're calling on the name of Jesus, Jesus is going to answer our prayer. It doesn't matter what happened. It doesn't matter where we are. It doesn't matter what's going on. If I call on the name of Jesus, if I call on the name of Jesus, he's going to answer me. God is the answer for the world today. Remember, fear is a factor. Amen. But fear is not the answer. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Hallelujah. For America, Jesus is the answer. We're still thinking and praising and magnifying the name of God because it's in him that we move and have our being. We must understand that God is a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. We gotta seek him. Uh, Saints of the Most High God, if we could just begin to leap and praise God right where we are, because God is not going to leave me, leave you in the place where we are. We've lost loved ones, and we're in this season, and yes, it's Christmas, and, and we don't have this, and we don't have that, but what we do have is life still in our bodies. And even though through tragedy and through triumph, God is going to lead us. To pull, pull up Joseph today as related to Mr. Punch. Even though Mr. Punch, amen, was an indentured servant who became the first slave. Yet look out of his lineage, look at the first interracial marriage, and look at his wife, and look at uh, that being the seventh great, seventh generation great grandmother of Barack Obama. And even that, amen, the Nobel Peace Prize. Before Dr. King, yet was our black man whose name was changed from Punch to Bunch because the oppressors changed the name. Saints to the Most High God, there's things being changed right before our very eyes. 
him. Take it to the most high God and let us, let us not be deceived. God is not mocked. God is not mocked. Those who are gathered in the sanctuary today, let us, those that are gathered, we're all in worship today. Let us just lift our hands. Let us just lift our hands. Father, we thank you. We thank you this morning. We thank you for what we know. We thank you for what we don't know. And Father, usually there's fear of the unknown. Father, we have no fear. Fear will draw us to make decisions that we shouldn't make. Fear will cause us to do things that we shouldn't do. Fear will paralyze us and not allow us to move forward. Fear. Hurt. Anxiety. Disappointment. Discouragement. We have to call these things out because they're real. But like fear, it doesn't have to, neither, neither of these things have to be factors in our lives. I have so much more to share today. Nothing can overtake, overrule God in our lives. As we stand on his word, as we look to the hills, we're coming to our help. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what others have said. I believe God's word. Believe it with me this morning that God will do whatever he wants to do. God will use whomever he wants to use because he's God. Because he's God. And I'm just going to, because he's God, he said the wheat, the tear, it all grows together. Because he's God, he allowed his son Jesus Christ to come. Jesus Christ shed his blood on Calvary's cross for us. Now looks beyond our fault and sees all our need. And each and every one of us, we need him today. There's not, a, there's not a person who's breathing on this earth that does not need God. There's not a person breathing on this earth that does not need the Lord. And God said, I will be whatever it is that you want me to be for you. All you got to do is give up your heart. All we have to do is present our hearts to God and then watch God change things in our lives. 
So let's just pray. Let's repeat our prayer this morning. Just pray after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me from all of my unrighteousness. Create within me a clean heart. And renew the right spirit within me. I believe in your son, Jesus Christ. I believe in his birth. I believe in his life. I believe in his death. I believe in his resurrection. And I believe he's sitting at your right hand. And he's interceding for us even now. I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. We're starting this month afresh. I'm starting this day anew. God, I'm asking you to do in me whatever you want to do because I know I need you. I can't do this on my own. I don't want to walk this walk by myself. I need to know that you are with me and I thank you that surely goodness and mercy is encamped round about me and God, I believe that I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. Somebody just lift your hands and say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, 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 I know. I know I'm going to make it. I know that I can make it. I know that I can make it. I know that I can make it, God, because you brought me from where I was to this point this day. I know. I know. I know that I can make it. I can make it. I can make it. Where you are in your homes, amen. Get you some water. Bless it in the name of Jesus. Get you some cracker, amen. A piece of bread, amen. Bless it in the name of Jesus. Because it's not what you have. It's not what you're looking at. It's what you believe. It's what you believe. Because we're getting ready to seal this 12th month in our communion with our communion. Hallelujah. God has brought us from January 1st Sunday to December's 1st Sunday from tragedy to triumph. Everything included. But yet we're still here. We're still here in the land of the living. A lot has gone on, but we're still here in the land of the living. We're going to consecrate our scripture. We're going to read our scripture. Amen. And then we're going to have communion. Praise God. It says, for I received unto the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup, and when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye do this, drink as ye do, as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink of this cup, you do show the Lord's birth, death, until he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat of this bread and Drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's 
body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when we come together to eat, tarry one for another. And if any man hunger, let him eat at home, that ye come not together into condemnation, and the rest I will set in order when I come. Father, we thank you for this opportunity, this opportunity to reverently come before you. Father, bless this cup which represents your juice. Bless the bread which represents your body. Bless the cup that represents your blood in the name of Jesus. And we overcome by the word of our testimony and the blood of the lamb. So we're thankful and grateful for God. Thankful and grateful for what God is doing, for who God is and how God is working in our lives. Great is the Lord and, and greatly to be praised. Thank you, Jesus, for another opportunity. Amen. That we would get to partake this portion. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I'm going to ask that uh, everyone take a turn coming around and getting a sacrament and then when once we've all taken our sacrament then we will uh take together amen let's do it this way because nobody's moving fast enough i think i can move faster than anybody hallelujah i'm gonna walk down and then keep our social distancing praise the lord hallelujah Glory to your name, God. God bless you. We got evangelists in the house today. Glory to God. What a mighty God we serve. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory to your name. What a wonderful God. Woo! Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Glory, glory, glory. The blood that Jesus shed for us way back on Calvary. Way, way, way back on Calvary. Hallelujah. The blood that gives me strength from day to day.
that night, Jesus took bread. And after he blessed it, he broke it and said, take, eat. And as often as you do so, do this in remembrance of me. Hallelujah. And in the same manner, he took the cup. And after he had blessed it, he said, take and drink. And as often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. following and well 
signs of our CDC regulations. Praise God. Thank God that we're in this world, not of this world, but we yet give Caesar's due, and God still gets the glory. And one more thing before we go on today, into the sanctuary came a saxophone, and, and a saxophone couldn't come in by itself, amen. There's a gentleman that brought a saxophone in, and he's prepared to give a service to the Lord, and I'm going to give way, amen, that he would go ahead and render a selection that the Lord has laid on his heart. And you know, saints of the Most High God gave, gave us our gifts. And as each and every one of us as men and women of God, that we would come back into the church and bring our gifts and present them to God. Oh, the world would never know what hit it if we would bring all the gifts back in to the church. Go ahead, sir. darling we had a testimony uh, a few months ago where I found a photo album I found a photo album when I was cleaning up behind the church and I picked up all the garbage and uh, the photo album was left sister Jeannie I walked and started walking away from the photo album and the Holy Ghost said go pick that up and I'm like really what I'm going to do with it. But I went and got it. And I said, well, what are we going to do with it now? He said, clean it up. I said, huh? He said, clean it up. I said, we're in the middle of COVID-19. This thing out here in the, in the garbage, in the alley, and you want me to clean it up? Well, how you want me to do that? He said, sit your rump down on the step, go in the car and get them wipes you got, lay out paper, and clean it. So I started cleaning the outside. He said, no, I need you to clean every page. Oh, wow. I said, God, give me a second. Well, go ahead, I'll finish. We do not own the rights of this song.
Sir, Ken, Ken, Sin, Sam, Stan, Stan. Okay, trying to get through all these masks. I don't hear good anyway. Anyway, thank you, thank you, sir. <laughs> thank you. So at the end of that testimony, I sat out there on the steps of the, of the church. supposed to do with this what I'm supposed to do I said okay I'll, I guess I'll call I'll call D and uh, and have her put the picture on Facebook and somebody see what don't make no sense to me when I got to the last page the last page I had a phone number on it and I looked and I said really he said yeah call the number I got my cell phone he said no Call from your cell phone. Call from the church phone. 
Jesus Christ, your great honor. Yes, sir. I called the number, and the young lady answered. And she, of course, didn't believe me. And I had to say, Pastor Johnson, Great Harvest Church, about four or five times. Finally, she says, okay. Because it had her name and her phone number on it. And so she said, I'm going to call. She called back. She said, somebody's on the way to, to get it. And that young lady sitting in the back, it's her daughter. It's her daughter. And um, someone had broken into their car and stole it. And they didn't know it was left in there. But I had, we met her. First lady and I had met her once before. And of course, came in and she says, well, where is it? After I finished cleaning it, I said, well, this thing is holy. I'm going to bless it. We're going to put it right on the altar because it was young people, graduation, beach, you know, things of that nature. Uh, and I thank God for it. You know, God uses whatever he wants to use, however he wants to use it. And even though we're in the middle of this pandemic, and we, even though there's all kinds going on, God is still in control. And I can testify again, again, and again, if you follow him, if you listen to his voice, you cannot identify his voice unless you know a little something about his word. So if you really want to hear God talk to you, in your consciousness. You give God two minutes of this your day, every day, and start reading the scriptures. Just read them. I know you. I don't understand the Bible. Well, let's keep reading it. Let's keep reading it. Because at some point, your desire to understand or to know God or want to better your life it's going to meet up with the predestination that God has already ordained for your life. You're not only going to understand, but you're going to begin to know who God is. So we thank God for you, each and every one of you, in all of our pain and all of our misery. There is not an individual that's living and breathing on this planet that does not need God. They may not know. Hallelujah. So whenever you come to your breaking point, all I can give you is this, Jesus. Whatever breaking point it is, Jesus. Each and every one of us has a breaking point in our lives. Whenever you get there, hallelujah, just call his name, Jesus. Jesus. I can't tell you where your breaking point is going to be. But we all have one. And Jesus is the answer. God bless you all. Thank you for this day. Our last first Sunday in the year of our Lord 2020. And God has brought us. He had kept us. And we're so thankful and grateful to God. So keep on praying. Keep on believing. And every Sunday, I mean every day you get up. Get up like it's Sunday morning. God bless you all.